What's up, Bookworms? It's your host, Stevie. What's up, guys? It's MJ. Hope everybody's having a lovely Monday. Mondays are like the worst. It's the first of the week. Everybody's just coming off the weekend. Um, I've been depressed. I'll be honest with you. Mental, mental health awareness check. I've been depressed, okay? All I feel like doing is sleeping. If I'm not sleeping, I'm writing. I don't eat. I'm just having a rough go at it, okay? So send me funny memes to cheer me up. Um, no, but I don't know. There's just something about the month of June that has just been like not it for me, you know, just not having it. However, we're looking on the bright side. Things are getting better. Everything's fine. Um, I'm not reading anything new because I'm just working on stuff. So Stevie, what's going on in the book world for you over there, pal? Um, not much. I have read some good books lately. I read Piper Rain's new book, which is called Baking It with Number 14, I believe. Part or yeah, Baking It with Number 14, I believe is what it's called. And it comes out at the end of the month. It's super good. It's a hockey book. Um, actually it might be fake for or baking it with 13. I you talking about my lucky 13? Yeah, that one. Yeah, you were just kind of, I haven't even read one. I haven't even read it yet. And the only reason I knew that is because we were literally just talking about it. The next one is uh, faking it with number 41. That's what I was thinking of. This got one it. is my lucky 13. Got it, got it, got it. Because, uh, yeah, because this, this whole hockey series already has, has its name. Like, all the titles have been announced already. So, they're all, they all have the numbers in them. That's cool. One, I think, has the number nine in it. Um. Other than that, I've read a new Kaylee Ryan book, which is called Unexpected Fight, and I needed a lot of tissues for that book. I was not okay. Um, yeah, but that's about it. I'm going to start a new book tonight, and that's probably going to be either Just One Scandal by Carly Phillips, or I'm going to start um, another Kaylee Ryan book. Fun, fun. So today is a little different. We're not going to be interviewing anybody right now, um, but we are going to have a little fun little time. My husband Fletch has graciously agreed to come on the podcast to do a what the trope. So we're going to be doing a what the trope thing. If you haven't, don't know what this is. We did this with my best friend, Hannah. Um, it was really fun. Uh, people really liked it. So we're going to do it with Fletch. We're eventually going to do it with my father once we get the time to do it. We're eventually going to do it with my father. And uh, yeah, so we're super excited. So um, let's go ahead and jump right on into that. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on the Bookshelf Boyfriends podcast. Welcome my husband, Fletcher. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> um, he, he's, <laughs> he, he's so, he's so upset that he has to be on the podcast. He's going to be great though. It's gonna be great. So, um, Fletcher, um, this is obviously you showing me that you love me. So, thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Now, Fletch has been given a list of 14 tropes that me and Stevie have specifically selected. Stevie selected seven. I selected seven. Obviously, you know, coming from me, mine's gonna be the dark shit, and Stevie's is gonna be probably not as dark. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good fun time, and I'm excited. Are you excited, babe? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you nervous? A little. A little <laughs> he's nervous. Okay. So you want to go first? Sure. All right. Stevie's going first. Also, I just want to clarify that I mix these up so you don't know which ones Stevie's picked out and which ones I picked out. So, 
All right, Stevie, you're up, go. Okay. I can't give the title away, it gives it away. So yeah, no title. being the life of the party has always been easy until one fatal night five years five years ago sent him into a spiral of self-destruction. A night that cost him not only his best friend, but also the only woman he's ever loved. The bad boy of the NHL is trying to outstake the ghost of his past, searching for redemption and clinging to his sobriety and fighting for his spot on the team. He never expected the same brown-eyed girl to walk back into his life with secrets of her own. You should see his face right now. Okay, boy. What's your book? Is it the blur? <laughs> we were testing you. Okay. Um, what book is it though? Oh, you got it. I would hate to see it. Dude, if he didn't get it, I was gonna be pissed. What book is it? Oh. Oh, he doesn't know. No, no, no. That was blind pass. Oh! He does pay attention, ladies and gentlemen. We were trying to trap him. Okay, so now what trope is blind pass? Uh. <laughs> sports romance sports romance is he correct yes you are correct congratulations you can check it off the list and give yourself a little mark i'm very impressed that he got it like i talked to him about my books and he's very supportive but i never feel like he's actually listening i'm really impressed that you knew the blurb i'm making sure it's not like on my no. wall anywhere <laughs> <laughs> okay so thank you for listening to me honey all right i'm up <clears throat> all right here we go oh god i just burped okay um i'm trying to pick which one i want to go with first all right let's do let's do this one all right ready okay the title is welcome to the dark side i was a good girl i ate my at the local autism center and sat in front in the front pew of the church every Sunday. Then I got cancer. What the hell kind of reward was that for the boring life I'd well lived? I was a 17 year old full of virtue and I was tired of it. So when I finally ran into the man I'd been writing to since he'd saved my life as a little girl and he offered to show me the dark side of life before I left it for good, I said yes. Only I didn't only I didn't know Zeus Gyro was the blank 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 romance. You've already told me about the book. <laughs> oh my god! That's no, you don't listen that much. You're making he's making himself look so much better on this podcast than he is. That's Zeus actually hilarious. How do you know? Like, okay, wait, wait. You wait. told me about the book. Okay, what's look. it about then? All right, he goes to prison. Little girl writes him in prison as a pen pal. Yeah, comes back in the little stripper scene. He's like, everybody out. Yeah. Oh my god. You told me. Oh my god. First of all, you're yelling. My bad. Secondly, oh my god. Okay, so yes. And he spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm aware of what I he mean. does. Yeah. No, she's not that underage. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm sweating profusely. All right. So maybe he does listen. Okay. Well, he got that right. Mark it right. Mark it off. Did. It's MC <laughs> Romance. Damn. Should have went with a different one. That was funny. All right, Stevie, you're up. He just gave us a whole breakdown of the whole book. So if y'all haven't read Welcome to the Dark Side by Gianna, Gianna, by Gianna Darling, he just he just told you about it. I just now hope Gianna listens to this podcast episode. Yes, and now she's just going to know that I talk about our books to my husband all the time. 
All right, you're up, CB. Okay. So we're going to do one called Don't Kiss the Bride by Carrie and Cole. Love it. It's a good book. Um, I guess you could say I was a damsel in distress and he was my knight in shining armor. But most accurately, I was a girl with a lot of bad luck and he was a guy with a lot of muscles and tattoos. Jude, Lucky Lachetti, was just a sexy brooding construction worker. He was my own personal hero, showing up at all the right places at the right times. Like when my car broke down, I needed a ride home. And when I face planted on the sidewalk right in front of him and had to be taken to the emergency room. Those weren't exactly my best moments, but they were his. We became best friends and it didn't matter that he was blank, blank, blank. We had a lot in common, like our love of old rock music and vintage bath cards and our aversion to relationships. When he approached me with this crazy idea to help me out with my many problems, I couldn't say no. The arrangement was supposed to be temporary, a marriage on paper and nothing else. It should have been easy, but it wasn't because here I am 18 years old, still in high school and married to somebody I was never supposed to fall in love with. We just had one rule, no kissing the bride, but we broke that rule and it sealed our fate forever. There was one line in there that gave it away for me. Well, I would hope so because you know what book it is. I mean, obviously. I don't know. That interesting. <laughs> Dude, he thought like the first two were probably like give me's because I did yeah. talk about those. The rest of these are gonna be so fucking hard. All right, what's your thought process? What you thinking? Hmm. All right, so she's obviously 18, wants to get married. Uh, there's a possible age gap. Possible. But then again, she said blank, blank, blank. Could be, you know. The blank, 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 it does not tell, like, the spacing in the words. We just, like, say blank, blank, blank to, like, it doesn't tell you oh, how many okay. words are in that. I thought, like, she was covering something up. Yeah, no, she blank. is covering something up, but right. she says blank, blank, blank. It doesn't matter the amount of blanks. Like, I that's know. not blank. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying. All right, okay. It could be, you know, a sister's boyfriend. I uh, could. Or a best friend's older brother. Very possible. Hmm. <laughs> Wait. TNR is paranormal. I'm going to say right now, it ain't no. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, a, so a vampire. Okay. You just go with your gut, honey. Wait, wait what's a reverse harem? Oh, I forgot to tell what a reverse harem is. Reverse harem is one girl, multiple guys. Oh, yeah, no, not that one. Or vice versa, one guy, multiple girls. Oh. With uh, AGF, he would be correct. Dang it! He's three for three. We gotta stump him. Oh my god, now I feel like I should have freaking stump him, though. Huh? I thought that was really gonna stump him. What gave it away? What gave it away in the blurb, honey? You don't kiss the bride, and then she was now 18 and married. Okay, all right. What gave away for me is when you were talking about how they you both love like old school rock store, like rock music or whatever. Anytime that's ever mentioned in the blurb, I'm like, oh, it's an age gap because they relate with music. All right, I'm up. Oh my god, I want to stump him now. Okay, let me see. All right, okay, okay. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Are you ready? five years ago also Stevie I don't think you know what this book is okay five years ago I masterminded the infamous massacre of the tri-state Timberwolves the streets outside of the Wolves HQ ran red with blood of the old guard not one of those members loyal to my father were spared mercy not a single one 
I let the media twist and distort the story. My new recruits eagerly proved themselves spreading false news and covering our tracks. To the general public, the tri-state Timberwolves were extinct, but that couldn't have been further from the truth. We changed, we grew, we evolved, we came out stronger than ever. Now I live, eat, sleep, and breathe Timberwolves. I'll do anything to keep my empire safe and thriving, to keep the people demanding depending on me safe. So what do I do when it's my own weakness that places us all in danger? When I let sex cloud my ju judgment and people pay the price? Simple, kill the distractions. I'm called Hades for a reason after all. I know what book that is. <laughs> this is gonna something. Paranormal. Wrong. Oh, I knew it! I knew he was gonna say it. Timberwolves. Yeah. I didn't catch the beginning of that you spread it so quick five years ago i masterminded the infamous massacre of the tri-state timberwolves the streets outside wolves hq ran red with blood of the old guard and not one of those members loyal to my father was oh, spared mercy mafia wrong again okay you can't guess twice oh well <laughs> he guessed twice so you're wrong on both portions so right. mark yourself a little wrong button over here all right do like one and three okay you are wrong now all of those are still intact, but you don't know which other which this one is. So it like you can't mark it off. <laughs> ah, this is where it gets hard. Okay, um, you up, Stevie go. Okay. Um, let me see which one I want to do. I can't remember if we told Hannah as we went. I don't think we did. I think we told her at the end. Yeah, we told we gave her all the answers at the end. Yeah, okay. Okay. Everly Dalton is walking, talking, martini drinking dating disaster forgetting kiss fro kissing frogs she can't even get past the first date but at work she's a badass the longest running assistant shepherd callahan has ever had her co-workers wonder how she's the ha how she handles the big bad wolf and never gets bit shepherd callaway isn't interested in being anyone's blank blank tired of women who only want him he swears off dating determined to focus on running his empire until his ex hits him where it hurts, putting him in a difficult position. His solution to have Everly pose as a living girlfriend is obviously crazy, but the timing is uncanny. It just happens. Everly needs a favor from her boss, a big and awkward one. And this one can ensure everyone gets what they want. Besides, Everly can totally survive a few months of a faux romance. What is it? Billionaire romance. Damn, Daniel! That's right, isn't it? Yep. I'm impressed too. That was good. I'm impressed too. Give you a little hand clap. Give you a little hand clap. Okay. Um. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Now hold up. I gotta make sure. Okay. Ready? Yeah. I gotta make sure this is right. Hold up. Am I making sure that this is the right one? I don't think I I don't think I grabbed the right blurb for this one. I was like reading the title and I was like, hold up, y'all. We gotta we gotta pull it back up because I gotta make sure it's right. Technical difficult technical difficult technical oh god. Technical difficulties on the play. My goodness. This is not it. I gotta find it. I gotta find it. I gotta find it. It's in here somewhere. There it is. Let me grab it. 
technical difficulties. Flag on the play. I'm kind of impressed about the billionaire romance one. Me too. It's a good one. That was a good one. Because it could have been easily assumed that we were talking about a faking romance, like a. Yeah. I'm just uh. I'm impressed. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> I'm not gonna tell you the title because I think it gives too much away. All right. I gotta make sure this is it. Liliana has been in love with Romeo from the moment she first saw him. After her sisters were married off, she hoped she might be allowed to choose a husband for herself. But when her father promises her to a man more than twice her age, that hope is crushed. No begging can change his mind. Romeo, Romeo, Romeo has always ignored Lily's flirting. Her age and status made her off limits, but even someone as dutiful as him has so much control. Wanting her when she's supposed to marry another man could mean a war between New York and the Chicago outfit. And Romeo has always put blank blank first. This is why he doesn't read mafia romance. He doesn't, so like he doesn't like, but there are words in there that were like, oh. Thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> mafia romance. Were you gonna say that one? I was trying to figure it oh, out. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, y'all. I suck so bad. Damn it. <laughs> what were you going to say? I hadn't thought of one yet. I was still trying to like, it. It's no it's Mafia romance because it says Costa Nostra. Costa Nostra. Cute. I know. I said Mafia romance, though. Fuck. Fuck my life. All right, Stevie, go. Take, take me off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My new neighbor is sinfully delicious. He's also an elementary school teacher who flirts with absolutely everyone. I flirt back all very casually until the night he accidentally ends up in my bed. And since I'm very in tune with the universe, I can't look. I don't, I think they misspelled some words in this verb. Um, Caleb's hot as heck and he's not all talk when it comes to his seductive charm. Let's just say he rolls have nothing on him. Cough, cough, wink, wink. And then I start wanting pickle-flavored ice cream with peanut butter sauce and a cherry on top. Only problem is, Caleb isn't looking for a blank or forever. He, or so we saw it. Your baby. It was the cherry. It was the pickle ice cream. That, that's the word I thought might get him. I figured it out after the one night hookup. I mean, the there are multiple of, the of those that could be that could be multiple hookups, like one night stands. Could have been easily been considered enemies to lovers. All right, I'm ready. <clears throat> Are you ready? All right, the book is titled My Darling Arrow. Darling Arrow, I shouldn't be writing this. It's not as if I'm ever going to send you this letter, and there are a million reasons why. First of all, I was sent to St. Mary's School for Troubled Teenagers and All Girls Reform School as a punishment for a petty, total, inconsequential crime, not to oogle the principal's hot sun around campus. Second of all, you're a giant jerk. You're arrogant and moody and so cold. Sometimes I think I shouldn't even like you, but strangely, your coldness sets me on fire. The way you're athletic athletic body moves on the soccer field and the way your powerful thighs sprawl across that bike of yours make me go inappropriately breathless. But that's not the worst part. The worst part is that you, Errol Carlisle, are not only the principal's hot son, you also happen to be blank. I really shouldn't be thinking about blank. Now, if only I could stop writing you these meaningless letters that I'll never send you and you'll never read. Never yours, Salem. Tuppy. Sister's ex-boyfriend. Motherfucker! What the hell? Wait, no! 
I know. What do you mean? Kind of building up to that in the blurb. Um, kind of like I shouldn't, but I'm going to anyway. Yes. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, all right. Five. You're up. You're up. I feel like mine are all going to be guests now. Oh, we shall see. <laughs> um. Okay. She made it so easy. She was everything I wasn't, everything I didn't want to be. A reminder that from the moment I was born, I was the outcast, the rebel. I went against everything that was expected of me and created a life on my terms. I built my empire and carved out my own destiny. Then she shows up at the tattoo studio representing everything I tried to escape. She expects to just fit in like she ever would. Tabitha Anderson, the posh girl trying to prove everyone wrong that she can be something else, something, someone else. She hates me because she knows I'm right or she thinks I am. Turns out this isn't the first time we met. Our hate has history. We have history. I might not have remembered, but I damn sure won't forget now. You've been this one wrong after getting all the other hard ones right. <laughs> I'm so mad. Second chance. Wrong! Uh, let's press the button oh my god he got all i'm telling you he gets the hard ones right and the easy ones wrong you can't guess again this no, is not I'm jeopardy this is jeopardy you have one at, guess one guess only i was looking at the wrist okay now let me get this one ready while he grabs the pizza that we ordered i'm so mad that he i'm so mad that i said mafia romance he would not have got that right had i not said it i'm so mad I'm impressed. Like, I'm impressed though. I think he's he's doing a good job. Um, Kat just texted me and he said we're still alive, but I'm telling this story anyway because I think it's funny. She googled, um, found it on Goodbye on Amazon, and it just popped up first. And she's like, "I have no ads." <laughs> I love her. All right, so I'm up. Can't believe you got that one wrong. Okay. Are you marking at your score? Thought where? These are the ones I got right. And that's, I've missed two. Okay. So, are you ready? Yeah. This one is called Lover Awakened. A form, not saying that. Zadist bears scars from a past filled with suffering and humiliation. Renowned for his unquenchable fury and sinister deeds, he is a savage feared by all. Anger is his only companion and terror terror is his only passion until he rescues an aristocrat from the evil lessening society. Bella is in instantly entranced by the seething power Zadis possesses, but even as their desire for one another begins to overtake them both, Zadis' thirst for vengeance against Bella's tormentors drives him to the brink of madness. Now Bella must help her lover overcome the wounds of a tortured past and find a future with her. I will tell you this, that this is your sister's favorite book in the series. <laughs> Don't look at my shelf. It ain't up there. I don't think. No, I think you gave it back. No, it's not. It's on the shelf. <laughs> Wait. See, now that one sounds more like a second chance. But it's a dark romance. Is that what you're going with? No, I don't know. <laughs> I love you. I love him. You should see he's got his thinking face on like hardcore right now. Hand on chin and everything. 
Oh, read it again. Zadis still bears the scars from a past filled with suffering and humiliation. Renowned for his unquenchable fury and sinister deeds, he is a savage, feared by all. Anger is his only companion. Terror is his only passion. Until he rescues a beautiful aristocrat from the evil Lessing society. Bella is instantly entranced by the seething power Zadis possesses. But even as their desire for one another begins to overtake them both, Zadis's thirst for vengeance against Bella's tormentors drives him to the brink of madness. Now, Bella must help her lover overcome the wounds of his tortured past and find a future with her. Dun, dun, dun. False. Wrong. <laughs> no. Nice try, though. Good one. Good one, but no. Did I say it before? No. No. I didn't. You didn't. Oh, wait. Have you said it? So have you said the answer, like, before? No, no, no. Ones? When I was just talking about it. Oh, no, you didn't. Okay. okay. I was nowhere in the ballpark now. Yeah, you are. I mean, you, I mean, you're in the realm, but you're just not hitting the target. All right, Stevie, go. Mark another one wrong. <laughs> All right, so let's use this one. Okay, back then I had it all. Wicked fastball, killer instincts, cocky grin, full package, and believe me, I knew how to score. My senior year, I was the first round draft pick with a $2 million sign-on bonus before I could even legally buy myself a beer. I made a major league debut. Point is, I was invincible until one day I wasn't. After tanking my career during the World Series, no less, the last thing I wanted to do was return to my hometown where every jerk in a ball cap has an opinion about what went wrong with my arm so when my sister drives me back to town for her wedding I vow to get in and get out as quickly as possible and then I run into April Sawyer is that it yep okay second chance yes that is second chance isn't it nope. yeah what gave it away returning back home after yeah hallmark vibes yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay all right I'm up all right, this is called, this title is going to, this title is going to throw him. Title is called Make Me Hate You by Candy Siren. Great book, by the way. If you haven't read it, go read it. Okay. <clears throat> if he kisses me right now, I'll drown. Every sip of air is shallow and burning because in his arm, in the arms of yada, 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 I'm the closest I've ever been to sin. He is, his eyes flick to my lips. And I remember the first time I tasted him seven years ago before I left this town and vowed to never return. His hands gripped my waist, and I remember the pain when he rejected me, when my entire world crashed down on his command. I am not his to kiss, and he is not mine. I tried to stay away from Tyler Wagner, putting an entire country between us, but when his sister's wedding brings us back to the same town, to the same house, I can't avoid him, no matter how hard I try. He's always there, his dark eyes bewitching, luring me into the depths. The memory of us pulls me under like a rip current, and when he flashes that smile, I lose my breath along with my will, unable to escape his grip and find the surface. Now, hours before our plus one ones arrive for the wedding, I'm in his arms, begging him to make me hate him, knowing he never could. If he kisses me right now, I'll drown, and I'll take him down with me. That's Fred's older brother. Damn! Yep, that would be correct. Damn. Damn! Well, get away. Uh, just come back to the wedding, and when their plus ones come, and, and at the beginning, it said, kiss me when I wasn't yours or mine or whatever. Yeah. It kind of sent that vibe to me. All right, cool. All right, he's doing good. All right, go, you're up. I mean, you got one more left. I got one more left, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. 
I can't say the first line, so I'm going to start at the second. That set, that sentence would change my life after my dream was just dished to me on a shiny silver platter. All I had to do was hurt Nash Pierce enough to get him writing good blank again. The pop icon, that's just going to give it away anyway. The pop icon songs were no longer the phenomena they used to be. His team needed another breakthrough album like the first he penned using the heartbreak as fuel. The plan was simple. I'd go on tour with him as a backup dancer and make him fall in love with me. I was hired to inspire to become embedded into every lyric he wrote. Then I was to set fire to it all to destroy every feeling we'd hoped he would develop for me. It seemed simple enough, easy even. I didn't expect to be consumed myself to see how much in the man displayed in the tabloids I didn't foresee falling for him. It didn't occur to me that while attempting to break his heart, I might just shatter my own. Most of all, I never thought I'd fight so hard to hold on to a relationship that had always been founded on goodbye. Okay, that one gives mixed signals. They can be two different ones. It can be a combination of two. Because it's, he is it's, a rock it's star. One. It's one and one only. And it also could be a enemies to lovers. I mean, it could, but it's only one. Well, he's a rock star. Okay. But then again, she's trying to... So it's enemies to lovers. Wrong. So it's rock, <laughs> rock star. It's rock star. How, though? Okay. How he's could it not be both? Star. I mean, it definitely could be both, but it's targeted under one thing. I just said both. But it, it, is, it, is, <laughs> it is marketed as one thing and one alone. And if you read the book, it's not actually enemies to lovers. She's hired to. Oh, she's hired. If you were listening, he's hired. She's hired to break his heart. As easy as that one was, I'm so glad he didn't get it right. <laughs> All right, my last one. <clears throat> Best for last, boys. Here we go. It's called Kill Switch. <laughs> and it's chilling up on my shelf <laughs> yeah okay sending him to prison was the worst thing i could have done it didn't matter that he didn't he did the crime or that i wished he was dead perhaps i thought i'd have time to disappear before he'd get out or he'd cool off in jail and be anything but the horror he was but i was wrong three years came and went too fast and now he's anything but calm prison only gave him time to plan and while i anticipated his vengeance i didn't expect this he doesn't want to make me hurt. He wants to make everything hurt. First things first, get rid of her daddy. He told them to, I forced her. He told them his little girl was a victim, but I was a kid too, and she wanted it just as much as I did. Step two, give her, her sister, and her mother nowhere to run, no fuel to escape. The Ashby women are alone and desperate for their knight in shining armor, but that's not what's coming. No, it's a time I listened to my father and took control of my future. It's a time I showed them all, my family, her family, my friends, that I will never change and that I have no other ambition than to be the nightmare of their lives. Starting with her, she'll be so scared she won't even be safe in her own head by the time I'm done with her. And the best part is I won't have to break into her home to do it. As the new man of the house, I have all the keys. AKA, this is my baby daddy. Just let everybody know. Amy's <laughs> lovers. Wrong. Okay, that's your last one. This was dark romance. They can listen. You have to. You have to just listen to the underlying enemies well, to lovers was which oh, one, Stevie? Enemies to lovers was. Hate You by Tracy Lorraine. Yeah. Which one was that? That was the one where he was talking about how uh, our, we have history, our past has history, and now I won't forget. With the tattoo. You guessed Second Chance. 
you got to read the vibe. The vibe's normal. Okay, this is dark romance. PNR was Lover Unleashed. That was the one where it was talking about Zadist and Bella, and he's like an angry man, and she's trying to get him to realize yeah, that so they're so loved. Yeah, you, no, no, you said, you said, I don't know what you said on that one, honestly, but that was, you, I think you said in verse on that one. That one was PNR. He's a vampire. Um, what else did you get wrong? You got mafia. You got the rock star romance. You obviously know that you got wrong. Reverse harem. I never even heard that one. Oh, I didn't do a reverse. Oh, yeah, you did. Yes, you did hear a reverse harem one. That was the Hades one. Okay. The one where it ended and it was like they call me Hades for a reason. That's reverse harem. Tell everybody what book that was from. Oh, it's from Seventh Circle by Tate James. Well, I never heard them. I didn't tell you the title because I didn't want to give it away. Okay. Um, I think that was it. Was that the only ones you got wrong? Yeah. You did so well. I'm so proud of you. Even though the enemies to lovers thing kept throwing you off a little bit. <laughs> there's a lot of. Well, I mean, there's always underlying tropes, but there are ones that are like mainly targeted and like, and Bella and Zadis are definitely not enemies to lovers. He loves her. They, there's no hate in his soul for her at all. And that's your sister's favorite book in that whole series. All right. So that is our final trope. Fletcher, thank you so much for joining us on this lovely evening. You have been amazing. We appreciate you. Is there anything that you would like to say? I love you. Oh, you're so sweet. Uh, I love you too. All right. Okay. Stevie, is there anything you'd like to say before we go? Nope. We will have a new episode. Well, I don't know. No. We don't know when our next episode is yet. Yes, we will let you keep you guys updated on when our next episode is. But until then, you guys have a nice night and uh, peace out, Girl Scouts.